another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Alex Bennett, tie your shoe. Well, but why? I'm going to be sitting down for the next, like, however long. Because what if we race out of this another new studio that we're in and you Like, trip and what fall? if there's a fire and we have to evacuate and I fall and that's the difference between me making it out and not? No, I can't. Okay, you would put, yeah, or like we would take my shoe off. There's like, I'll, I'll, no, I'm not going to tie it because I have to pee and like I have jeans on. And I had my shoe come untied the other day when I was walking. And you know what? I was like, I don't care. I don't, in New York, I'm not getting down and tying and my shoe. It's just not that big of a deal anymore. I'm an adult. I will not trip over my shoe. Stride is far enough apart. Like we don't even need to tie the shoes anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I did last night? I went to a basketball game irrelevant but i wore these new boots that i got on black friday with no socks and like my feet are bleeding i don't know why i did it and i i walked out of the apartment and i just thought yeah i don't have socks on this is really gonna suck and it sucked okay a few things with that one you're a serial killer for not wearing socks any type of sock with a boot and two why didn't you walk back were you running late i was running late I actually understand if you, because like I know your schedule these days, and if you're running late, I can see you being like, "Fuck it." And and it's not like okay, so when you live in the Midwest and you forget something, you just like walk back in the house. I gotta go back in, go to floor twenty-two. It's not really twenty-two. I'm smarter than all of you, and I changed it. But I have, you know, then I gotta like get my key out, open the. It's like that's twelve minutes. Okay, and to your defense, your elevators are like if you hit the if you get there at the wrong time you could be waiting downstairs for 50 oh, rush hour is real in my building and you aren't taking the stairs for how high no. up you are how did you get your foot into the boot without a sock wasn't it like sweaty or sticky or well i was trying them on just because they had, like i just opened them and i put them on without socks and then i just was like walking around and then i was like out i go oh, i know it's brutal my feet are like they're just rubbed so raw and like nothing is worse than a blister in the winter because in the summer if you get a blister like you can wear flip flops but in the winter you're wearing shoes that cover your heels all, all day, day every day and it's just like so adult of me to like need Ugh, somebody commented on one of my posts say like one more time and I was like I didn't even say like that much on that clip but I went back and watched it and I was like do not say l i k e one more time I know and you're you're so good about not having filler words i say like a lot i use a lot of filler words but you you're very good at not doing it so also like tell the person to f off because you never I commented back and said like correct <laughs> and i was like oh brutal um but i do you have neosporin is aqua for the same thing does it have healing properties in it so neosporin that's actually so funny you said that because i got a cut on my hand and i was like should i use neosporin or aqua for like what's the difference that's so weird i literally did oh this my gosh, yesterday there is a difference though i think yeah, so neosporin is like you have a cut or burn, like it has like the whole actually like getting rid of the I think the bacteria and cleaning it. Aquaphor is just gonna like help. It's heal like moisturizing. It. Yeah, but I don't think it has like the 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 chemical or like the ingredients, and it's actually like get rid of the infection if they're. Yeah, I don't have neosporin, but I have a band aid. So I'm what I'm gonna do is do you know my you know my band aid these days my pseudo band aid is toilet paper, wad it up, and I tape it on, and then I put the sock on over it. I can't with really you effective. anymore. <laughs> Highly <laughs> effective. Um, anyways, how was your Thanksgiving? You know, first holiday, first single, holiday right? single. So what I was most worried about, well, I wasn't going to go home for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I was just going to yeah, say I that. was like, first holiday, single now, don't want to go home and deal with answering people's questions or not necessarily me feeling awkward because I wouldn't feel awkward at all. Me thinking maybe they think I feel awkward. My family members. Because 
question for your Thanksgivings, are they all your family? Like, how big are we talking and how many do you go to? So, my Thanksgiving's the same every year. It's my mom's side comes over at noon and then we go to my dad's side at 5 or 6 p.m. Oh, so you're seeing both sides. Both sides. I'm very close with both sides and both sides are very nice, disarming, and I'm, like, totally comfortable. And I still felt some type of way. Like, I was like, oh, I just don't, I just don't want to embody this energy or feel awkward. Yeah. So what what I but so my cousins were like starting to text me and they're like we're going to have so much fun this Thanksgiving like and that put my barrier down and I was like all right I'm going home. And my parents were so excited like they wanted me to come home so bad so I felt overwhelmingly loved. Did Michael go? No, home? my brother didn't go home. He's he's Christmas. He was at his fiance's. Okay. That was the other thing. I it's I feel a little bit of like responsibility to go home for the holiday that he's not there. Because they've got two kids, so it's like, ideally, we would trade off or something. So I went. And what I was most worried about, because Graham and I would always do the dishes. And we would stand over there together, and we would laugh, and we would do everyone's dishes. And I mean, it's two hours, and like, your hands dry, and we just did, and we had this whole thing down. And when I went home for my mom's 60th birthday, I hadn't really finished my healing yet. I was actually kind of in a sad spot. And my dad and I were over doing the dishes by the sink, and it's, you know, my childhood sink. And I mean, I went outside and I just broke down and I was like, I had to call my best friend, Sydney, and I was like, I'm not okay. The dishes have just like leveled me. So for Thanksgiving, I was like, oh, like I'm kind of worried about the dishes. I woke up on Thanksgiving Day and I think you learn a lot about yourself and the situation you're in on these notable days. Woke up on Thanksgiving Day and I was like, so happy. Not happy. I don't mean, I don't mean that anything towards Graham at all. I just mean I was, like, happy for the situation that I was in. I was excited to see my family. I was thankful for, like, what we're doing in life. I was thankful I lived in New York. I was grateful to have a safe home to go to. And I, like, went downstairs to my parents, and I was like, you guys. And they, like, felt the same thing. I could tell. Yeah, they were like, honey, we're so happy you're home. Like, you seem really happy. And so Thanksgiving was, it was better than I thought. Did you do the dishes still? Did not do the dishes. My cousins, I think they knew. Like, they were so sweet all day, and, like, they came early. They Like, we just hung out, and it was, honestly, one of the sweetest, most meaningful Thanksgivings I've had in a really long time. Oh, I love that. You have awesome cousins. I've met a few when we've gone to Oklahoma, and they've been so wonderful. They're incredible, and they just, like, they, everyone was so human about it and normalized it. And, in fact, like, we made some jokes or so You know, like, we just had a really human, bonding, normal time, but I had somebody text me on my way home who's also divorced. She okay. said, hey, and I and I knew her in high school pretty well, and I, I've always loved her, and she was like, hi, I'm also divorced, so one thing I just wanted to tell you around the holidays was for the first one, maybe you could talk to your family members, like your close mom, dad, brother, and say, hey, guys, will you, go the, will you get on the front line and answer questions for me so I don't have to? And I thought, like, I had already kind of done that, but I thought that was really good advice for somebody. You know, so, like, they can take away your anxiety. And then she said, even if you feel weird or don't feel weird or somebody else is making you feel weird, you don't have to take on any energy that you don't want. Like, don't worry about how anybody else perceives you. You just do your thing. I love that. I also, and maybe it's just because you and I are socially aware, but I don't understand how people don't understand the questions not to ask to somebody Especially somebody you, like, maybe see only during the holidays. 
Like you would think family members would come over and be like, maybe I shouldn't ask Alex about her recent divorce and just let it let her have a good right. time. Or you know what I love? What? It's just the what? hey, and like I actually love this. The hi, thinking of you. How's work? Like, so we got that out of the way because a little bit of the elephant in the room, you know, for the past nine years, I have had him at Thanksgiving with me. <laughs> so just to be like, hi, love you. Okay, how's work? And it's like, okay, so we got that and like everyone understands and then boom. Well, and you're, you, you are more than Graham. You're more than your marriage. Like there's so much more to you, your divorce. So it's like when someone is like, how's work? How's New York? It's exciting because you're like, wait, I'm more than just my divorce this year I, and then like let you talk about it if you're open totally and, and i was and i would work it into conversation like my cousins have been wanting to come see me and they were like alex can we finally come to new york and i was like now that we're all on the same page you guys can come to new york and they were like okay i also really want sydney to come to new york and teach us how to play mahjong did you know it's like a i mean she knows this but like it's like a thing well i saw your story how did she? It was, she had like a milestone. Yeah, of some like sort. expanded to these other cities. I'm like you're coming to New York and teaching Alex and I how to play and hosting a little party. At Alex, yes, we've got to have because mahjong. It's so good for your brain too. Well, I like you know I think we've talked about this so many times, but how like our moms played bunko. I don't know if your mom did, but I want that when I get older. Like I want to meet with the girls and have wine nights and play like mahjong. But seriously, <laughs> because it's like you can still talk. But it's challenging. It's yeah. so different than just like a regular happy hour. I just started Desperate Housewives. Have you heard of that show? Yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure with you. Wait, back in the day? <laughs> yeah. So I have seen it, but it was one of those shows where I was I was like, you and I were probably like nine when it came out. And it was one of those shows where my mom didn't let me watch every episode because it, it's a, inappropriate for a, a young child. So I, I never watched a season from start to finish. And I've been struggling finding a show that entertains me. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just start Desperate Housewives. And I love how they, like, get together and, like, drink their wine and, like, play poker. I can't believe you started Desperate Housewives again. Why? I just, I remember my mom would watch it. And when it come out on Sunday nights, mm -hmm. it was a thing. Oh, my God. I would, I love that show, but it was just one of those shows where, yeah, I never, I probably watched, like, less maybe a full season yeah total. so i'm like i'm watching it from is start it still to good it's so good people that get, it applies to today i mean it's very like outdated based off of some of the things that they say and joke around with and it's like a little inappropriate with the times we're in now but like it's just one of those shows where you're like this is this is how some suburban wives live. Totally. Take pause to talk about Way. Don't miss your chance to get away this season and fill your sleigh with gifts from Way. Way's best-selling hair and body products are the best gift for effortless routines and perfect for you and everyone on your list this season. And whatever getaways you're going on, don't hesitate to pack the best hair care. I personally am obsessed with the leave-in conditioner, which helps frizz and breakage because my hair is always a little bit fried because I put hot tools on it. And the Detox Shampoo, which is safe for all hair types, even Brazilian blowouts and keratin-treated hair. You guys can get the perfect gifts for everyone on your list with Way's Best Seller. Also, you guys, do not forget to try out Jordan's favorite, which is the hair oil. It is a multitasking oil that soothes, frizz, and seals split ends with a high-gloss, super smooth finish. Remember, she says she uses it daily. No matter what kind of hair you have, Way's hair oil will rejuvenate your hair so it's healthier, more vibrant, and smells incredible. Don't miss your chance to get away this holiday season. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com for 15% off site-wide when you enter promo code GIRL. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com for 15% off with code GIRL. Like, I, and I died to all the characters, like, 
Lynette and Bree and Gabby and Susan, although they're so different, but they're like friends, but they're really not because they really know nothing about each other's right. lives. And they just like talk and gossip. Oh my gosh. Maybe I'll watch it. You should. I will maybe watch it. I you're not gonna like this. I started Yellowstone again and I just need to not do it. I need to get out of that. Wanna know a fun fact, but it's actually a what? sad fact. If you people who rewatch TV shows over and over again tend to be okay, depressed. done. Like say less. I will absolutely not be furthermore watching that. There was a study done, um, and it says people who rewatch shows, I guess it's because like they want to relive in the past oh. more. So it's like your brain pushing you back. Yeah, there was like a whole study done about I don't it. Don't like that. Don't watch that. Um, yeah, I don't want to watch that. Uh, wait, can you ask me about that? Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> How Jordan, J Dub. Honey, how was your Thanksgiving? How was it? I said to tell you one. Anyway, tell me, I love a funny story. So, I mean, it's not that funny, but I thought it really better be funny now. So, my grandma moved from, so we would visit, so I went home to Minnesota for Thanksgiving. My parents live in Florida now, but we always go back to Thanksgiving because my grandma loves Thanksgiving. And she had a house that my mom grew up in, so there was enough bedrooms for everyone to sleep in, but then she now lives in a, a senior, like a 55 or older community in a little townhouse so there's two bedrooms so my brother's in the living room my parents have one room and then i'm in a twin bed in my grandma's room with her no 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 what are you and your grandma close i love my okay. grandma no my grand my mom's mom is like my second okay. mom i love my not weird dynamic sleeping twin twin bed well they're not, they're not next that's to each other. weird not really it's not weird <laughs> it's is there like weird. a bedside te- table weird. in the middle is there like yes. pink bedding with flowers on it it's white no. bedding with flowers it would be like it's probably the distance of like that armchair in this arm. this is so grandma's house like to grandmother's house we go is like this in my head right now okay i've got the white bedding with flowers on it i can just picture you like where's your hair and rollers <laughs> did you wear a little nightgown with like a collar on it and drink tea before bed my grandma no, did. She no she didn't <laughs> my grandma wears a nightgown yeah it's so cute. We must preserve. Her. Like, What's her name? Ing- Dot. <laughs> What's her real name? She, Dorothy. Dorothy. But where else am I gonna sleep? Last name. Dorothy Roy. Roy. Yeah. And you call her Dot. Well, I call her Grandma. Oh my god, <laughs> so cute. Okay. But like, there's nowhere else to sleep. No. I, when my brother left, I did move to the the blow up mattress the in the living room. <laughs> but like, <laughs> because what happened was. I slept with my grandma the first night in the same room and or slept in different beds in the same room. And I didn't know she was a very loud snorer. I had to wear my AirPod Maxes no. <laughs> on my ears when I slept in there with a noise machine playing through them because the noise cancellation wouldn't cut the story Dude, out. Like you've got like you're in the twin bed with the white sheets and the flowers on it, and you have your noise canceling headphones over you like she's like a stray cat that now lives with her the stray cat slept with me elroy the french bulldogs in the living room god dad snoring in the other room i could hear elroy snoring in the living room i'm like literally this is why i can't go home i didn't sleep in this house. is so just like classic family thanksgiving right here in minnesota now minnesota with the airpods on the city girl by her airpods pete was like would you like his joke, he's like, would you ever move back there? I go, not in this you lifetime. You could never. You could never. I'm like, it's no offense to anyone no. living in Minnesota, but it's so gross. She's like, lives, like, all her stuff is, like, 
outdated and grandma-y, and I'm just like, <laughs> you're like, I'm in hell. I love my family and my grandma to death, but I'm like, I'm sleeping in a twin bed with AirPod Maxes on my head. I, I just like oh, I cannot even, I can't, <laughs> I can though imagine it. It's the thing. Like I have this picture, of my, but for some reason I have your hair in like pigtails and you're just like <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> I'm so glad I asked you about your Thanksgiving. So yeah, that was my Thanksgiving. I had like a, I had a topic come up at my Thanksgiving, which I most definitely promise you did not come up at yours now that you've just painted this Lovely picture. <laughs> I picture you guys all around like a wooden table. Yes. Like the outdated, like uh, wood we had in um, like the early yes. 2000s. Yes. Oak, was it? Yes. Like yeah. a light oak. All oak ca uh, cabinets with like the white appliances. Yes. Yep. Her countertop's white. Yes, I can so see it. And she's mm -hmm. got those curtains. They're not curtains, but they have those strip. Yeah. Yes. They're, they're called yes. something. Oh, man. Those. I can see it. I, that, that, yeah, everything is wood. Is that what I'm thinking? Um... So, thank God you're too old to, I'm to say that. I mean, I was assuming Dot's not on the podcast track. Dot doesn't even have a Dot cell phone. Dot doesn't have a cell phone? She hates, like, technology. How do you get a hold of her? Well, so she had a landline. Okay. She has a cell phone now because she moved, and they don't have landlines as much anymore, obviously. But she, like, hates it. She, like, it's so funny, like, someone will call, and she'll, like, pick up the phone. It's on speaker, but, like, it's up to her ear, and I'm like, Grandma, I can But she doesn't know because to her it just sounds normal. And she's like, okay. Uh. What, what up at your family Thanksgiving? Okay, so it's a bit of an unconventional topic. What, which is odd because you don't seem like unconventional. Yeah, there, why, like a, well, last year we played What Do You Mean? And that was very funny and un, a bit unconventional. But so I, I, my cousins are cool, right? So we, we have some offline combos. And one of the guys started talking about, no, this wasn't actually, this was not at my cousin's house. This was at dinner before I went home. I was like, oh, so yes. I was like, these are not my cousins. Did not tell me this. Yeah, my friends told me this. <laughs> Again, I'm at this dinner. I find myself at these tables lately. You've been at the craziest tables. And lately. I've just, I don't know. These conversations are wild. So somebody says, you know how girls talk about penises, and I was like, yeah, I guess, like loosely. Um, do I understand the concept? And they're like, well, guys think similarly about vaginas. Yes. said this. Yes. How old was he? I don't know. Thirties. Do I know him? You maybe have met him once. Okay. okay. Maybe. So I put a face to him. Okay. All right. Yeah. You can tell me after. I just was wondering if I knew him. So oh, I, I, I don't think I, you maybe know him. So I was like, oh, well, explain. And he was like, all right, there is. He was like, I just find it the most baffling thing in the world that girls will talk about guys and their penises and be like, oh, it was big. Oh, it was small. And like, it could be, almost be a deal breaker, I guess. I don't know. And then he was like. But guys talk about vaginas the same way. Like, there are some vaginas that are just beautiful. And I thought, did you ask yeah, the I details? Said, I said, what do you mean? And he said, I've ended it with a girl because it just it just wasn't pretty down there. And I thought, and he wasn't meaning any of this. Meaning just meant it very matter of fact. So I asked one of my friends, like a random friend. I said, hey, if you heard of this concept, she voice knows me back. She's like, totally, totally heard of it and like, Mine's not even that. She's like, mine's a mess. And I was like, what? And I just didn't even know that there was such thing as like a beautiful one or a not beautiful one. And then I'm wondering, is beauty in the eye of the beholder? Do girls feel insecure about this? Do people see them all differently? I mean, it makes sense because like I can't get mad about any of this because I've ended it with a guy because I, I didn't like his 
dick. So I can't get mad at this guy for wanting to end it with a girl a girl because he didn't like her vagina. I just didn't know guys ever actually thought about them that much. Like I never once thought until you because you, you told me this topic a few days ago that a guy even thought twice or it even like actually bothered them. I thought a hole was just a hole. I know. And I think girls talk about it more openly. Yeah. Um, but I've never heard, I've gone 30 years and I've never really heard guys discuss it at all. And I was like, do you guys talk about it internally? Like, between guy to guy? And they were like, yeah, I mean, we'll say, like, she's got a nice one. Like, what makes it nice? He was saying it's the look. Like, there is such thing as, like, a beautiful one. Well, I've heard the the term, like, um, a Barbie vagina. Like, yes. You've heard that. That's, or, like, a porn vagina. That's, like, what they, um, when they're hiring, like, people have said, like, that's, like, what they look for. Because it's, like, the Barbie look. Mm. So I've heard that. But then I'm... I'm like, is that what guys like? Because you know how like some girls like big, some girls like average. So it's pre- it's preferential, and it's like I wonder what about the vagina would make the guy? Because like for me, if I ended it with a guy, it was because like maybe, and like I'm not judging size at all, but I had to end it with a guy once because like it it was small and I like it didn't satisfy me the way it, it needed to be. But for a guy, I don't understand how a the vagina couldn't satisfy him. Right. It would have to solely go down. Okay. So I do think there's such thing as like a guy finding a girl's face very attractive, mm-hmm. but maybe you don't find short people cute or like tall people. Yeah. And I do think, because I, I could be that way as well. So maybe that could be a deal breaker, right? Like that's truly just like the beauty of your eyes and what you see. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe because I would assume yeah, a whole like it would feel sort of similar like a guy's length or width or whatever does depend on how it feels yeah. but this yeah. doesn't really have much to do with that so i was wondering maybe if truly there is something about them that could be beautiful like i don't know if you saw a lot your perspective would be different i have no idea yeah and i guess too like if a guy is going down on a girl and they aren't enjoying like what they're seeing or how it looks i guess that could affect them i just can't imagine like a bad scenario i know i like i am very much so trying to think like what could not all right there was a term thrown out roast beef i don't know i don't like that i don't know about that so i did my research before (laughs) i'm like acting like i've never heard this topic we like literally (laughs) talked about what we're gonna talk about a few days and that was a term that somebody told me they were like usually the only bad thing about a girl's vagina can be, uh, we use the term, a man said this, roast beef. Which means, I guess, like, the, would it be, like, the lips of the vagina hang out? Which I've never seen And that. they're, like, a color? Oh, of roast beef. So, I, I guess. But it sucks because it's, like, that's something that we cannot control. Just like men cannot control the size it's of their dick. nothing to do with anything. But that's where, so that was my initial thought. Was I was like, nobody can control any of these things. Yeah. But then I was like, I guess that's what makes the world go round. Because sometimes you're like, I just like a tall guy or I like a short guy. And it's like, maybe that's the thing. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen. You're a skeptic, which means you deserve a multivitamin that more than meets your standards. Enter, dun, 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 the one and only ritual, which Jordan and I have talked about all the time because she's too type A to take too many vitamins and I'm too type B to find my vitamins. So ritual is the best because it is a clinically backed multivitamin for women 18 and older with high quality and traceable key ingredients and clean bioavailable forms, which is very important. Key, nine key nutrients and two capsules per day 
Their unique beadlet in oil is even patented. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is one of the few women's multis that's USP verified. You guys, it is so important what you're putting in your body. You should be able to read the ingredients and it should be patent and it should be approved by the government. That is so important. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. And they're offering our listeners 30% off during your first month, which is incredible because there's no better investment than your body. Visit ritual.com slash mean girl to start ritual or add essential for women's 18 plus to your subscription today. Enjoy. It's just like boobs or nipples or like some people have small boobs. Some like you can't control it. You can't control the size of your, some people are insecure about like the size of their nipples and guys make fun of like, you've heard like guys are like pepperoni nipples. Like yeah, totally. And some, and, and to your point there, like, it's not, it's not, this isn't a true statement. All guys love big tits. It's like yeah. some love small ones. Yeah. Some love like big butts. Some don't even notice butts. So it's like, really, I think that's what makes it go around. I just never even knew that that was something people, that they even thought of. Well, cause it's crazy. Cause so it's like a coined term thing. Thought that girls always are like, after guys and girls have sex, girls go home to their girlfriends and talk about how big the dick was. Like that's a kind of a myth kind right. of. but like everyone's like girls always talk about that but i've never heard everyone like a myth of being like or like the legend of like men go home and talk to their guy friends about girls vaginas yeah like there's even the the saying like oh it's a it's a dick measuring contest like within guys it's a lip measuring yeah contest. i'm like there's not there's not like the equivalent and like i've had guy friends in the past i've never when they talk about girls and sex i've never once you know the only thing i've heard a guy say is about the tightness I was, yes that's very true but never like anything else and maybe yeah that's because yeah. that has nothing to do with it yeah. like the tight I, I get the tightness but that has nothing to do with like the look because i've always heard girls like girls have said everything from like chode sausage like big little thick like all these things pencil dick like all these like names but for girls it's just like she was loose she was tight that was it that's it she was hot she wasn't yeah so it's like what do men talk about behind closed yeah, doors so maybe there's and I, and I would wonder if all guys, like, talk about it or if they, like, at least think it. Or if some are like, I've truly never noticed. And maybe some guys have never even encountered anything but, like, a certain type Multiple. of vagina. I do wonder if there are more vagina variances or dick size variances. Probably more vagina variances. It sucks because, like, in movies and or porn or this or that, like, you really only see, I guess, like, the beautiful ones. So, like, how are we supposed to even know there's other... I didn't know until... I'll, I think it, honestly, I probably was in college that there was like other styles of vaginas. I think that's, I actually think that is like a big problem with porn yeah. is I find, I actually find the thought of the whole porn thing fascinating for like young adults because it sets this precedent for these kids. It's unrealistic yeah. and you never are going to be able to find it. And it's just probably not in the real world. And it's like that just damages them and gives them this unrealistic expectation of like what it's going to be like that no one can live up to. Yeah, I I listened to I can't remember how old I was, but it was like a podcast and they talked about like vaginas being like innies or outies or something and I was like, "Wait, we have different style." I thought they all looked the same. I thought everyone's looked like mine. Well, I knew there were any and outies. But like when I I think this was like in college. So like then oh, I didn't know. Oh, right. And I was like, "What?" Because how are we supposed to know? All you see is yours or, like, you said, like, what's on right. porn? So I'm, like, the older I'm getting, I'm like, wait, there's so many and different And we don't types. really have that locker room moment. Like, guys in the locker room truly walk around naked. Yeah. But girls, you don't, there wasn't even really a sport where you showered that much. <laughs> so Pete was, like, because you know how guys, like, 
they walk around naked. Pete was like, haven't you ever like been in a locker room and looked at like naked girls? I'm like, I'm like, of course I've admired like women's bodies, but I don't look at vaginas. I look at boobs. I don't look at vaginas. I, I so I think about the gym. I never, I, I never look below the no, belly button. No, never, ever. <laughs> I think that's like an unwritten rule. Like women never like. If a girl looked at my boobs, I would be very flattered. But if you look at my vagina, I'm be like, don't look there. If I there. was in the locker room, I think about Equinox when I was showering. I always was eyes up here. Yeah. But guys yeah. must guys. walk around and look down at each other's penises, and they must feel fine with that. Like, they must be okay. I think they do. Because I could tell you, this is going to sound so weird, what all my friends' boobs look like. But And I, I can't tell you what any of my friends' vaginas look like. All my friends' boobs looks like. Like, all my friends, like, we all change. Like, I've seen you change in front of me a million times. I've never once looked at your vagina. Never. <laughs> but I can tell you what your boobs look what? like. Like, but I don't even care. That's what I mean. Like, I don't even think about looking down Not there. Not one time. Never. <laughs> like, I would never look down there. But I, you know, guys, always in high school, we're just walking around checking each other out. That's so fascinating. Like, <laughs> slinging it around. And they've got the grower and the shower, which I find fascinating. Like, a guy can walk around with, like, a little, and it can get so big. And I'm like... No way. But I know something crazy. I didn't know that grower and shower was an actual thing. I thought all guys just grew. Until literally, so like last year, one of my friends was like, oh, he's a grower. I'm like, yeah, but then he, so he has a big dick and he just like, it grows really big when he's aroused. And she's like, no, like his dick is just always big. And I, and I was like, what? She's like, you know, grower or shower. I was like, I thought that was just like a phrase for guys who had big dicks who grew or guys who had like smaller dicks who grew to be bigger it's truly fascinating the human body the fact that that can happen and then i started to think i'm like how does a guy walk around all day with that big thing just hanging you seen out the photo of who is it LeB not lebron you've seen the basketball player it's lebron no oh it, there's a photo in it and everyone's like no way dude like just on the court running around and it's like there's like an outline and you're just like there's no way but then i'm like why doesn't it grow like how do you know like does it just get like, how do you know when you're, they're aroused? I guess it just gets hard. Oh, yeah, maybe. But, yeah, I did not know that. What would you rather be a grower oh, or I a think shower? I would just rather be a shower because growing leaves, like, some question mark and you don't know how big it's going to grow to. See, I think out of comfort, I would just like to be a Why? grower. Because imagine wearing tight pants and having that thing just sit I, there yeah, all day. Yeah, I do see that. But I guess you get used to it. What I always feel sorry for guys with is this. Like, if you if they're sitting on an airplane or something or they're at the office and and some girl starts sending them some cute little text messages and they get a boner like you can't get up you you can't mentally put it down and like you're stuck and like people can see it and it's like there's nothing you can do about that I think about that when I get my foot massages all the time I'm like what if or like any type of massage I'm like this feels really great. Like, you know how, like, guys, like, you can just, I'm not getting turned on during them, but I'm just, like, relaxed. I'm like, this feels good. Like, does a guy always have to think, like. No, how do they get massages? I know. I went to a massage place the other day, and there was a sign on the door that specifically said, no sexual acts. And I was like, wait, I hate that. that. I know. I felt really bad for, like, the, the, the workers that, like, people even, like, go in there thinking that that's okay. But then I also was like, Am I safe? Because here's the thing. <laughs> even if it's a guy on a guy massaging you, I would think for guys, like, even if they are just so into women, even being touched in, like, some of those places, like, I feel, I feel like could give you a little bit of a boner. And it's just awkward. And, like, we don't have the equivalent of that. And I, like, feel for them. I'm like, what do you do? Especially during a massage because you can sometimes get in your own world because it just feels so good that, like, you could be getting a massage and you could be 
feeling these like awesome feelings, but visualizing like maybe a girl. And the next thing you know, you're getting aroused. I'm sure masseuses are so used yeah. to it. But I, yeah, I, I would really like to know how well a man can control their arousal. And he mentally be like, no, down. And like, how long does it take to get it to go down? <laughs> grandma, 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 grandma. grandma. <laughs> Think about grandma, put it down, put it down. Like, can you get it down? Or like, no, no, down, but you're like <laughs> what if you're across the table from I don't know? I'm like, have you ever seen the TV shows where the where the guys are like, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the, the dessert? <laughs> so then because that gets their house. No, and I don't know how long it takes to like put it down. Like you just wake just get off of the plane like the sword. I need to ask. I need to start asking people. Yeah, a we lot gotta of ask somebody. There you go. Pete, we need to phone a friend for Pete on that one. <laughs> Like, excuse me, stop saying my name when you talk about this stuff. I'm like, but you're the, do you want me to say a guy? Right. And are they all the same? Like, is the rule the same for all guys? Ouch. To put him down? Or like, is his answer going to be five seconds and some guy's going to be like. I mean, it has to be different because like, for example, someone touches your boobs and you're, you're aroused. This does nothing oh for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess it's so different. I bet it's fine. Are you sorry? Oh, that's Ow. the worst. I've never had one really. Oh my God. Oh, are you serious? I'm so dry lately that like dry like okay i've been so like my skin <laughs> i was like that was no funny. my skin has been so dry my body's dehydrated and like my feet will cramp in the middle of the night i'm just like Ugh. go to incogni.com slash mean girl and use code mean girl to get an exclusive offer of 60 percent off you guys we've got to talk about incogni because there are thousands of companies out there that are collecting aggregating and trading your personal data without you knowing anything about it, which is so scary if you think about it. Cybersecurity is something we don't think enough about, but we are always breaching. You have the right to request data brokers to delete what information they have about you and protect your privacy. The bad news is it would take you years to do it manually. Incogni can deal with the mess for you automatically, and it helps you protect your privacy and take your personal data off the market by reaching out to the data brokers on your behalf Requesting your personal data is removed and dealing with their objections, which is so important because there's nothing better than, of course, online shopping and being on the Internet. But you have to make sure you're protected So to protect yourself and protect your family, even in case a random person found your address online. It's so scary. You guys can use code Mean Girl at incogni.com slash Mean Girl to get an exclusive 60% off of an annual Incogni plan, which is so important. So go today, protect yourself and stay safe. I'm in this it's not just me this happens to everyone and this is like that time of the year where my skin's transitioning from like the summer months to the cold months and since I've been like in Florida back to New York the Minnesota back to New York when you do your makeup and you start to get like dry patches on your face and you're like I don't even want to wear makeup because it's just it's going to make it drier more irritated and it's just going to look really bad if you look up close so sad the drastic change that sets in it sucks and like I feel like everyone goes through like that ugly winter phase, but I'm like, I need a spray tan or a spray tan. I know it looks really good. It's less orange and it's like hydrating kind of. I miss your orange hands. Them. Like it, your hands don't seem like you without your no, orange hands. I love hands. my orange hands. <laughs> Bring them back, baby. Um, okay, I have to ask you a question. Did you see the viral thing about the girl who spent $59 million on her wedding? Okay, no. Um, Madeline Brockway? No. Yeah, I'm <laughs> okay. not into this. I'm into talking about it. I am not into $59 million on a wedding. No, I'm down to talk oh. to you about it. I'm shocked. So, but I want to ask you a question. Bitch, come on. We're talking about it. No, no, let's talk about it. But like, like we're trying to do a podcast <laughs> together. Could you get on board? No, can you imagine spending $59 for one hold on, day? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. 
15, 59 million dollars. And she's going like mega viral all over social media due to this cost. And she's, I think, I'm, 26. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really having a hard time with this on a principal level. Well, $59? It's not like it was $1 million. You sorry, keep saying $59. Say? <laughs> it's like the jellyfish roosting rail. $59 million. No. Yeah, no. It's a, it's a no for me. <laughs> so I've planned a wedding. And <laughs> I was going to say, I have a lot of questions for you. I remember I wanted... Because when you're... So I got married young. And when you're getting married and all your friends are getting married, weddings are everything. What kind of flowers are you using? What kind of invites are you using? How thick were the invites? And I mean, it's it's a whole thing, right? So I wanted, I laugh at this person now, but I wanted to carpet the ballroom. Oh, I wanted to do pink carpet on the in the ballroom. Beverly Hills Hotel. Did Alex want to lay down pink shag carpet? No. My wedding planner looked at me and she said, all right, that's going to be expensive. You're going to wake up on Sunday and you're never going to get that money back. And you're never going to care that you had that carpet. And we're going to roll that carpet up and we're going to throw it away. Um, do you, now that you aren't married, do you ever look back at your wedding and wish, one, you didn't have that big of a wedding? And two, wish you didn't spend that kind of money on a wedding? Because we're talking about weddings. I'm not just like pulling this out. That's of a great question. Thank you. You're welcome. And I've thought about this a lot. When I got married, I remember one of my cousins said, everyone always asks me now, you know, 10 years later, would I take the money of the wedding or would I still have the wedding? He said, I would take the money every time. And when I was planning my wedding, I would always ask myself, like, would you rather just take the money and like invest it or have this forever? And I was like, no, I really want this wedding. And still today, I stand by having the wedding and I don't regret anything about the wedding. And maybe that's me holding on to it, knowing I can't change the past. But I think my parents would agree. I think everyone would agree. But like, I didn't do a lot of flowers. Because the thought of spending a lot of money on something and then throwing it away is, like, mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. Like, I spent money on things that were experiential, like the band, the food, like, people that the guests would enjoy, too. Not, like, my menus on the table. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, you wanted everyone to Everyone to have it. fun, and, like, that was important to me to spend money on. This $59 million on a wedding thing, I, I don't see it from any angle because... So I think you can win any argument with there are starving children in Africa. I think that I think you win any argument there, and I think it's a dangerous place to go, and I don't think it's like constructive. But this fifty-nine million thing—it's crazy. I mean, you could use that and literally buy the house of your dreams, cars of your dreams, have a million children. One like, night. Yeah. It's one. I, I I don't get it. I can't get it. I don't. I can't get it. So what could what could cost that much? Did everyone get a Bentley? That's what I'm wondering. And like a new house. And did they get, or was the wedding like across the world? And they all got flown in their pods. Pods, I, I, like Delta. No, I think pods. everyone got flown private. Oh duh. I don't even think you could possibly rack up a fifty-nine million dollar tab in a year. Could you spend without buying big ticket items? Like, could you spend fifty-nine million dollars on like dresses, food? Like, how? I have no idea. If you were to get married again, would you do a wedding again? Or, like, like, will you, do you think you'll do things the same? Okay. It will be, well, I love Vegas. So I would do a chic Vegas, very intimate wedding. Or, like, Europe. Yes. But it will be small. And, and that, I know, I got number two. <laughs> and it'll be a non-event, but it'll be fun and, like, and then moving right along type thing. Yeah, I, um, 
I, I don't love the idea of spending a lot of money on um one night. Like I remember even growing up hearing like the cost of weddings. And I was like, how can someone spend that much for one day? And like, it's so fun if people want to do that. I really just want to get married on a beach, maybe near a winery, like in California or Europe with like close friends and that's it. And then I want to have like a fun party back home. I love that. Like a fun reception. I think things go in waves. And I and then take my parents' money for the wedding and use it for I think that's part. a great idea. That's honestly a great idea. Yeah. And it's like we're kind of, we did that like really intense wedding thing. Mm -hmm. And then they were like big extravagant weddings. And then it kind of moved to destination weddings that were big. Mm -hmm. And now it's kind of moving to like everyone's like, I just want to do my own thing. And, and with a small group of people and really special and like a vineyard type situation. It's really cool. Yeah, because like, I don't know about you guys, you guys, but when I get married, I literally just want to have my husband and hang out and like be alone with him immediately. I don't want to hang out with anyone. And that's like, I, the time I get married, I'm gonna be like, all of my friends, I love you, all my family, I love you, but I've hung out with you for 35 years. Like, I don't need to see you for five more hours. I just want to hang out with my we husband. We don't need to put on bridesmaids' dresses. Like, we are good to go. Yeah. Well, um, I would like a few friends, maybe wearing. I no, actually, I don't know if I would do. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe no bridal party. Uh, That's. I will say this: I had a blast picking out my bridesmaids' dresses, and it was really fun. And 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 here's the thing on the spinning of the money of the day: it is the most special, right? Like it's really special, and like really tailored to you, and that's cool to see it come to life. And there's no feeling quite like it. Um, so I see it both ways, but I get like I'm with I'm with you now. It's like it's small. It's destination. It's. My brother's doing Napa, and I'm like, that's really cool and fun, and, and everyone that goes and travels is going to have fun. I don't, I, I highly doubt I'll be invited by so selfish you want to be invited. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so excited. I mean, Napa is the dream. So let's, let me ask you about this. Have you thought about your engagement ring? Oh, every day you of do? my life. You do think about it? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had my engagement ring picked out since I was like 16. It's changed very much so over the past 15 years. But I've I've always had it picked up. Do you yeah. think engagement rings are a reflection of the guy, and they think about it as like a, a little token to give the girl, and she walks around with like their rock, or do you think about it as like something more sacred? Like, how do you think about them? So I didn't realize how much engagement rings stressed guys out. Then, like recently, I, I also was very oblivious to it. I didn't know how much they cost. I don't know how much they were supposed to cost. I didn't know that you could buy big rings at a cheap price, vice versa, all the C's, the cut quality clarity of the whole shebang. Um, and now I feel like it's a like for men with their egos, it's a pure reflection of them. Like they put pressure on themselves. Like this ring that my wife or my fiance and then soon to be wife will be walking around is, is a reflection of like how much money I can make or I make. I heard a guy say, if I look across the bar and I see a girl with a small ring on, I think I have a chance. But if I see a girl with, like, a rock on, to me that says, like, oh, don't touch her because she's got somebody at home that's, like, and and I thought. Why would you even look at someone and think? For, yeah, first what? and foremost, I would look at any type of ring and think, oh, off limits. Yeah. But since yeah. we blew right past that, um, I was like, really? I would never. And he said, no, guys, think about it as, like, a bank account check. And I was like, I thought that the thing was you did three months isn't the standard like three months salary? I thought that's what I've heard, like the industry standard. I think it's, you know what I really think though? I think moms kind of have to step in and guide the guys on the rings a little bit. Yeah. I don't have a clue. Well, and it's like, what are you, what are you willing to give up? Like, would you rather 
have a better quality ring and a smaller diamond or a larger diamond and a worse quality. Just be real big on this quality thing. Mm -hmm. I, uh, which one would you rather have? I want a big rock. I want like two carats. Thing 21. Yeah, like, or maybe a carat and a half. I don't want it to be too big where it's like, I'm putting out my hand to be chopped off or stolen at all times of my day because we do live in New York City. <laughs> but I also want to look down at my finger and be like, hell fucking yeah. Like, and it's mine. like you look at it every day. Yeah. No, I think it's fine to want a big ring. I think it's fine for him to want to give you a big ring. I think it's, I'm all, I'm for like the understanding how people got to what they got to. Yeah. But I'm like, so have no preference on it. Some people just have like a beautiful band with diamonds all around it. I wanted to see that. I went through that phase where I wanted, um, like, you know, that one ring you have that has, it's like the square diamonds all the way around. I wanted that as a, uh, I remember you said that when I wore it. You're like, that's my engagement ring I want. But now I want, um, a rectangle. Ooh, pretty. I wanted an, an oval for a while. I wanted a princess cup for a while. What would you pick? Size or quality? That's really tough. Remember the other day you were like, I want a $75,000 ring. No, you don't. Bling, bling, bling. Um, did you know that? So I was talking about cuts. Guys are so funny. I was talking about um, like the cuts of an engagement ring to a gay guy, actually. And I was like, oh, it's an emerald cut. And he was like, I just wouldn't want a green ring. And I was like, nope, emerald is the cut. It's I, love a, that. I was like, it's a diamond and an emerald cut. Oh my gosh, that reminds me. Remind me, I gotta tell you another funny story about guys. Are we done with this one? Yeah. On the podcast? Well, you never answered. Do you want size or? I really can't decide because I think I want size, but I'm so into the clarity and size. And you're okay with getting another ring, right? Yeah. I'm okay with like, do you know one thing people keep asking me? What? Are, what, are you just done with love or like, what's the vibe? And I'm like, no, I love love and I believe in it and it's out there for everybody and it's like so alive and I want it for everyone just because I didn't like get it right the first time, which I stand corrected on that sentence. I got it right the first time. And then things just changed. And it's like, I never regret that time of my life at all. I'm thankful for it. But you totally, again. Yeah, it makes me really sad how people assume, and I am one of these assumers, that like once someone's done it, they don't want to do it again. Like have the wedding again, have the ring again, have the, the marriage again. It's like, just because you did it once doesn't mean you can't do it twice or three times or four times I or five times. love marriage and like, I think it's a, yeah, I love love. It's a beautiful thing, and like it's so sweet. And no, totally, like whatever happens, happens. But I would love that. Yeah, like, and I'm selfishly so excited that I now get to experience it all for you for the first time. Because I remember I used to always be like, I hate that I never was around when you got married. I wasn't in your wedding, like all this stuff. Now I get to experience that. That's with a you. wild journey, like figuring out who is like this Alex, and then like where does she end up? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm here for it. Okay, so into. <laughs> Um, okay, so this guy was asking me if I wanted a large sweatshirt. He was like, he was like, do you want a sweatshirt? And I was like, yeah, I would love one of your sweatshirts. And he was like, large question mark? And I was like, ah, sure. We're on Zoom. And he's like, well, you're a large. And I was like, well, I was like, why? Well, yeah, I, I love, like, I love large sweatshirts. And he was like, but you are a large. I said, why am I a large? He was like, because aren't you 5'9", five, 5'10"? Five, I said, yeah. He said, so you're a large girl. And I was like, bro. And he like, has no idea what he's saying. And I said, what do you mean? And he was like, I just associate like a girl's height, like a small is like five foot to five, three, three and a half, a medium, five, four to five, seven, a large five, seven to six foot and an extra large is anything above that. And I said, but 
no correlation. Like you just associate me at five nine as a large. If someone called me a large girl, I would cry. And he's like, but that's how guys work. And it kind of is. Yeah, that's true. Like, I base Pete's size off of his height. Their sizes are correlated to their heights. He thought I just, by default of my height, was a, he said his aunt is 5'3", and she is a small. Yeah, because now that I think about it, like, my dad, my brother, and Pete are all three different, like, sizes, like, weight, muscle size, but they're all above six feet. So in my head, they all wear large, and they do, and they do. I'm <laughs> they not do. thinking even if they were like this skinny, I'm like, no, they still wear a large. Yeah. So I felt better because we really sat there and like went round and round, and he explained it, and I was like, oh, I'm calming down, I'm calming down over here. You're like, okay, so you don't think I'm a large? You're like, okay, cool. and then I do want a large hoodie. Yeah, I, I mean, all everyone's. I was like, what size is hoodies? You, I'm like extra extra like, large, the biggest one you can possibly get. I want to swim in my. Yeah, hoodies. I was like, dang, <laughs> I, that's so, so kind of silly of them. I know. I was like emerald cut diamonds. But emeralds and large, just I'm a large. The emerald thing is funny, but it may, I get it, emerald green. I so, and I said there's such thing as like princess cuts, and it's like, what? Why would I want a princess cut? I want a cut? tiara as my ring shape. I'm like, well, that's actually funny. Um, should we do the listener question? Um, I'll let you read it because I don't really. Oh, did you send it to me? Um, yes, but I have it right here if you would like to read it. Since it's holiday season, I feel like this is a, this is a good listener question. Okay pod question my side of the family isn't very tight-knit we don't hang out a lot we usually only see each other once or twice a year for christmas and thanksgiving my boyfriend's family is very tight-knit they do everything together birthday graduation moving out always the family shows up my question was how do i make my side of the family feel loved still when i'm going to all these celebrations on my boyfriend's side of the family this is a great question because i feel like a lot of relationships are like this where one partner's family is more um not like i don't say involved but they they do more like my ex-boyfriend the one i did like five years ago his family got together all the time every occasion me and my family don't get together that often and i remember my parents thinking like we don't even see you anymore like you're you're always with them and i didn't even realize it so I, it was it was literally just about you making more of a conscious effort to spend time with your your family and it doesn't have to be through occasions it could just be you being like i'm gonna go over for you know what i started doing i started doing sunday dinner with them so you made a conscious effort but okay so this was this was my first question like does the other family care that you're not spending as much time with them so i guess the answer is yes yeah i think i think no matter what i mean i know i, I probably would if i had a kid and they always hung out with if I had a daughter and they always hung out with her boyfriend's parents, I'd be like, but what No, about I her? would too, but I think I would start planning more. So, like, just like you did, going Sunday nights, that's nice. So, if you're going to spend a lot of time with one, you have to make an extra effort with the other. Yeah, in my head, I was like, okay, what can I do that's consistent and, um, like, just with them? And he never came to those things. Like, he never came to Sunday dinner. It was just me and my so parents. So, you were sort of paying your dues and, like, getting FaceTime with them. Yeah, quality time for the whole day or, like, half the day. And it was really nice. Well, and it probably made you want to because if you see somebody spending time with their family, I think it wakes up something in you that's like, I should do that with mine and I should be like really sweet to mine. Yeah, but it's hard because you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But I've, I feel like I've seen so many relationships where one family is so involved and the other just like isn't that involved. Not like intentionally, they just like don't do as much together. And there's no right or wrong way. I yeah. would think if you were constantly with one, even if you started like doing phone calls more, my mom loves just a photo sent to her. Like, 
You know what I mean? She's always like, send me pics. And I feel like if you just make a conscious effort to include them in what you're doing, then maybe that could help. My, my mom loves the pictures, too. I know. I've been trying to, and I'm not very good at it, but trying to call my parents more often. It's not that I don't want to talk to them. I think it's just because you and I are on our phones all the time for work. It's really hard for me to, like, when I relax, I don't think, like, let me pick up my phone and, and talk to someone. I just want to, like, put my phone down and, like, yeah. close no my screen eyes. time. Yeah. yeah, the screen time's been, like, killing me lately, so I do agree with you on that. And, like, I am starting to kind of despise the FaceTime call because when you FaceTime someone, you have to, like, be on your phone. But, like, at least when you call, like, I love calling when I'm cleaning. Headphones in. Headphones in. Or when I'm on a walk, I love that because I can be active. I don't have to look at my phone, but I can still talk to people I love. But when I'm FaceTiming, I'm stuck on my phone once again for, like, 30 minutes to an hour. And it's no fun because you – and if, if you just put the phone up and, like, leave it up, then they're – what's the point of the FaceTime? And FaceTimes are more intimate, but, like, it it is it's just, like, way too much. I agree. I know. So, yeah, I guess you just have to be more intentional and, like – carve more time out for your family like they have yeah or in a, at a minimum i guess phone calls yeah. send some texts and yeah. photos yeah just i think you just have to be planned more and be more proactive people are busy be like mom i'm gonna start calling you even i'm gonna start calling you every sunday night yeah my brother calls my parents i think the same time does he really think so when he, he has like he does laundry like the same time every week of course because that's how the woodruffs do things and he calls them every time he does laundry it's a really good idea. And so my parents know. They're like, okay, let's be free Wednesday yeah, at this time. Yeah, cold to call. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. So just an added extra effort. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Um, If you guys have listener questions, make sure to DM us. That's how we get our listener questions. True. Um, People are starting to send me their relationship problems in my DMs. Ooh, you should start bringing some to the I will. pod. I don't have it. I'm like, guys, I don't know. You're like, I couldn't give you a solution, but we can oh, talk no, about them. Hang in there, kiddo. <laughs> I love that. Um, do you do you want to do your thing? Follow us. Subscribe to us. Leave us a five-star review. Send this podcast to a friend. And our merch is our still merch here. Our merch is still here, which, by the way, we're supposed to... We're, uh, the merch is selling great, and it's, like, so cute. So run, don't walk. Yeah, and Alex, <laughs> she's wearing this sweatshirt next <laughs> Go Knicks. That's also our merch. Go, go Knicks. Knicks. We support all New York <laughs> sports teams, but go buy our merch. And uh, we love you guys.